Welcome to Primera Iglesia's weekly podcast from Houston, Texas. We hope you enjoy our English pastor, John Ryan Cantu's Sunday morning message. Thank you guys for, for being here with us. I've had the pleasure of knowing Kristen and Tisho for, for some time now. Kristen, probably about going on three years since we first communicated via, via email. Uh, they responded because, you know, what, what we were trying to, what God has placed in our hearts, um, they, they, there's a real need in, in the village where they serve or where their family lives. Um, and then Tisho, you know, like I said, we, we met him for the first time last year when Noe and I went to visit. Um, and there's some very, they're incredible people. Um, they've become very good friends. And, and I see their heart for mission. I see their heart for, for helping um, and, and doing good and, and for what we're doing, you know, with the GO movement. They've, they've opened up so many doors while we were in, in Tanzania. Um, they didn't receive anything from it. Uh, they, they recognize the need for what we're trying to do. So it, it's been a blessing to work with them. And the ministry that they're a part of, you know, they're, they're, they're missionaries. And missionaries aren't something that are, you know, um, it, it, it requires a very special calling, right? There, there's a lot fewer missionaries than there are pastors and evangelists and preachers and, and worship leaders, right? Um, it, it requires a very incredibly sincere heart. Um, it, it requires uh, not just sacrifice, but risk. You know, some missionaries across the world, they're risking so much uh, for the gospel. And so I just wanted to say thank you guys for, for being here with us. And can we just give them a, uh, a thank you? Amen. Uh, T-Show actually has some, some family where the village is, where we're going to be building. Uh, he's, he's got 19 siblings. Um, so you, you thought, you thought Hispanics knew how to have children. <laughs> uh, but, um, yesterday we, we were meeting and, and, and they, he brought he brought back the deed for for the land. I I was telling everybody it was 15 acres of land that that we were able to acquire. It's actually 17 acres, so uh, we got we got an extra two there. Um, and we're going to be going back this this summer with with the larger team. We're going to be cl- cleaning up the uh, the land area and hanging out there in in the village. Um, so if anyone is interested in joining us, please you know uh, see me, see Ashley, see Will, and of course we're also going to be going on a, on a safari, so it won't all be work. Um, but if you're interested, please let us know. Um, we've been raising funds, you know, for the for the past year to begin this project, and and God has opened some doors. You know, there's there's still some some more doors that could be opened, but we're rolling with the man who's got all the keys, right? So we're not worried. It's it's been a slow progress, but it's it's progress nonetheless. Because when you're thousands of miles away and you're tens of thousands of dollars away, you know, it can get a little challenging. Um, but you know, I've come to realize that challenges are a part of life, church. They're a part of life. And I think sometimes we fool ourselves when we're about to embark on something worth taking on. We, 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 don't, we don't realize that it's going to be a, l- a little challenging. We just think about the end result. We think about the success, the victory, the, 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 the line to cross over to the other side. But there's always going to be a challenge. Challenges are a part of life. Every day you're going to face challenges. I mean, you wake up in the morning, you know, it's a struggle just to get out of bed. It's struggle just to open your eyes. I mean, you haven't even started the day and you're already facing challenges. Challenges are found everywhere and anytime. But I think that as believers, we need to have a little bit of a different perspective than, than unbelievers. Because as Christians, it's the challenges. I'm going to start preaching now. It's the challenges that get us to the glory of God. It's the challenges that, that allow us to see what God is trying to do. And I think of this couple, you know, that, that, that's here with us this morning. They're traveling across the country. They're raising funds for this ministry that God has, 
has put in their heart. That's a challenge. They've been away from, from their home in Tanzania for, for three, going on four months. I know that's, that's a challenge trying to find the right churches, the, the right connections to partner with. It's been a challenge for us as, at the Go Movement, trying to find you know, the right partners who would support this. Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe your everything's being called into question whether it could survive or not. Uh, maybe it's the workplace, your boss, or a person you, can't, you just can't seem to get along with. There's always challenges. I know you're facing challenges this morning, church, because I'm facing challenges in my life. Quick story, it's not in my notes, but this weekend, for the first, we don't, we don't really host people. That's not what we do. We're, we're, we're way up north. Everyone over here is pretty much like south. So no one even comes over to our house. And, and, and so we were, we were very excited to be hosting Tisho and Kristen this, uh, this weekend. And, and Friday, Friday I took the day off. We were going to do some work. And we had a, a, a plumbing issue at the house. And uh, it, was, it was terrible. And, and I had my dad come look at it. I was like, okay, if I can't do it, my, my dad can do it. And I, my dad wasn't able to do it. He's... <laughs> he doesn't want me telling you all that, but he, he knew who to call, right? Um, but and so, so Friday night, they, they got in, and, and we had to turn the water off. Like, we could, I couldn't even offer them a shower or anything like that. And, and uh, so that, that's, that was a challenge. Thank God we, we fixed it the next day. Um, but challenges are a part of life. But listen to this, church. If challenges are a part of life, so are resolutions, if getting into a challenging situation is a part of life, finding a way out of those challenging situations is also a part of life. And I want to go to scripture this morning, and I want to look at this man who faced a huge challenge in, in his life. And if you open the Bible, you'll find tons of examples. We could have easily used Job. We could have used the woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years. We could have used the woman at the well who had 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 been married five times, divorced five times, and she was just having trouble in paradise, right? We could use so many stories, but I really enjoy this one because at the end of it, Jesus tells him to go and tell everyone of what, what's been done. See, that's an example of getting to the glory through the challenge. And so I want to read it. It's Mark chapter 5, and we're going to begin with verse 2. And if you don't have your Bibles this morning or your phones... We got it up here, Mark 5, beginning with verse 2. It says, And when Jesus had stepped out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit, and he lived among the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain, for he had often been bound with chains and, and, and shackles, but he wrenched the chains apart, and he broke the shackles in pieces. No one had the strength to subdue him. And night and day among the tombs and on the mountains, he was always crying out and cutting himself with stones. And when Jesus saw... And when he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and fell down before him. And crying out with a loud voice, he said, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. We're in verse 8. For he was saying to him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. And Jesus asked him, What is your name? And he replied, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he begged him earnestly not to send him out of the country. Now a great herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside, and they begged him, saying, Send us to the pigs, let us enter them. So we gave them permission, and the unclean spirits came out and entered the pigs. And the herd, numbering about 2,000, rushed down the steep bank into the sea and drowned into the sea. I want to skip down to verse 19. Jesus says, Go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you. And he went away and began to proclaim in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for them, and everyone marveled. Amen. Can you say amen to that, church? 
I, I love the details of this passage. Um, and Luke tells a very similar story. The details allow us to see the challenges that this man faced in his life. I mean, it, it got so bad that, that he was no longer able to control his, his challenges. Rather, his challenges were controlling him, right? Kind of like, kind of like a, a fatal disease. You can try your best to, to treat it, but at the end of the day, all you're really doing is dealing with it, right? And it's these kind of challenges that I, I want to focus on a little bit this morning. I'm not talking about the challenges that you can get over with a little bit of effort. I'm not talking about the challenges that you can get over with, with, with a little bit of, of mental strength and strategy and, and um, you know, effort. <laughs> I'm talking about things that are, we would consider impossible. Things that without God, they're hopeless. See, the, the world wouldn't call these things challenges. They would call them lost causes. They would call them dead. They'd call them impossible and hopeless. But as Christians, we know that there's really no such thing as impossible things when you have a God of possibilities. So, so the world calls them impossible. We call them challenges. And there's another one. God calls them inconveniences. Are you awake this morning? To God, they're not even challenges. They're inconveniences. Kind of like when I drop my keys in the morning on my way out the door. It's not impossible for me to just pick it up, right? It's not a challenge for me to pick it up. Not yet. Maybe when I get to be some, some of your guys' age, it might be a challenge. But, but right now, it's, it's not a challenge. It's, it's an inconvenience. That's all it is. And so when we start thinking about our challenges, and then we start shifting our thinking to think about God and the things of God, we will start realizing that our challenges are just inconveniences for God. So Jesus steps onto the scene here. Man, I love this story. Jesus steps out of the boat, and he doesn't even try to do what all the others tried to do but failed. And I don't know if that made sense. I'm going to say it again. Uh, Jesus gets off of his boat, and he doesn't even bother making possible what was impossible for man. See, man was trying to restrain the demons. Man was trying to put shackles on this this demon-possessed man. Man was trying to bind him and keep him still. Jesus didn't do any of that. The demons, when Jesus approached the scene, the demons, the challenges, the inconveniences, they came and they bowed themselves before the feet of Jesus. So, so whenever you're facing a challenge in your life, you might need to shift your perspective of it and know that your challenges are bowing before the feet of the almighty God. So there's not a single challenge in your life, church. There's not a single challenge in your marriage that can't get through the challenges that, that, that can't get, that can't get, uh, to, to, to impossibilities, to possibilities. I don't know what I'm saying this morning. My bad. <laughs> there is not a sickness that has power over God. There is not a burden that God can't simply lift off of your shoulder. Don't tell God. Have you heard that saying? Don't tell God how big your problems are. Tell your problems how big your God is. That's a real good quote. But it's also more than that. It's, it's truth. See, some of us, we go to God and, and we say, God, I, I can't even. Right? God, this is too much. This is too painful. This is too big. Get me out of this situation. What we should really be saying is what, what James tells us to do. Count it all as joy. And tell our problems, all right, problems, you're about to see what's coming. You're about to get what's coming to you. Your day is about to end. It's not going to last forever. See, the bigger the problems, the bigger the glory. The bigger the problems, the bigger the glory. 
It makes you even want to say, man, God, give me some awesome problems. Give me some monumental challenges in my life so that I can see the mighty power and glory of God in the end. My sister actually, actually brought it with me. She brought, she bought me this, uh, she bought me this slingshot and, uh, she bought it. She bought it when she was in Colorado. It's, it's got a moose on it. It's, it's, it's cute. Um, and she bought it kind of as a memento because she knows that I, I, I really loved playing with slingshots when I was a, when I was a kid. Um, I, I, you know, when I was a kid, I had all these toy guns. And when I, my friends would come over, my, my cousins would come over, I, we'd bust out all the toy guns and we'd just play cops and robbers. But there got to be a point where I was like, you know what, I don't want to be the gun guy. I want to be the slingshot guy. And so I, all I would use is a slingshot. And what I love so much about the slingshot is, is, is you're able to control how far an object goes. And that's really all I ever did. I never really shot anything or, or anybody. I just, I just got rocks and I, I shot them up in the air to see how far they could go. And I was amazed every single time. And I would try to beat my record every single time. And the way that the slingshot works is, you know, you, you, take, you take a rock or you take some type of an object and, and, and you put it in the middle and, and you, you, know, you stretch it back and you release it. And then it goes flying. And uh, the slingshot, the, the further back you go, the further the object's going to go. But it's, gonna, it's not going to be very comfortable for the slingshot. It's going to resist a little bit. It's, it, it's not in its default position. Its default position is comfortable, man. We love, we love to be comfortable. Amen. But the more you pull it, the more it stretches and the, the further the object will go. When I was a kid, to get the most out of my slingshot experience, um, I, would, I would go outside and I would look around for, for a rock to pick up. And I would pick up a rock. And I, I, never, I was never trying to find the perfect rock. I was never looking for a rock and, and picking it up and say, wow, what a beautiful rock. What a perfectly shaped rock. I think I'm going to use this one. No, any rock would do. Any dusty rock that was on the ground, the first one that I saw, I'd pick it up. And then I would put it in, in, in the slingshot and I would, I would shoot it. And it was only after I shot it up in the air that I would say, wow, look at that rock fly. Where am I going with this? <laughs> you know, God, when you want to get to the glory of God... God doesn't start with the glory. God doesn't begin with the glory. See, God, when he's looking to give us some challenges, he doesn't look around for the perfect one. He doesn't look around for that beautiful rock and say, wow, what a beautiful representation of my glory. No, any filthy, dusty rock that's on the ground will do. Now, the rock represents the challenges. And God gives us these challenges and he puts it in the slingshot. Guess who's the slingshot? Us. God, I don't want to be the slingshot, God. But God puts these rocks in, in the slingshot and he stretches it and it hurts and it's painful, right? And, 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 and we're pressed with these challenges in our lives and he's going further and further back and, and he stretches you and you feel the pain and you feel the burn, you feel the discomfort, right? Because it's not your default position and the further back he goes, it feels worse. But the moment that he releases it, church, he's releasing your challenge and he's turning it into his glory. We got to realize that. And everyone, once it's up in the air, everyone is going to say, wow, look at what God is doing. It doesn't matter what the challenge is, church. For this man, he was demon possessed with 2,000 demons, 2,000 evil spirits. Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's your finances. It doesn't matter what it is. 
the moment God releases it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn into his glory. And that's how we have to see our challenges. The solution is not to resist, but say, God, I know that this hurts. And I know that, I, I know that you're bending me to the, to the point where I, I just want to break, but you're in control. See, there's times when we, we fail to remember that God is sovereign over all things. And we dismiss his role in our, in our day-to-day lives. Let me tell you, I, I, didn't think about, I didn't think about God when I was having this plumbing issue. You might not think about God when you're having some financial issues. You might not think about God when, when your marriage is, when you're not getting along with your spouse. But God, if you are a child of God, God is working in every crevice. God is working with every rock that you pick up. God is working with every challenge that you're facing in your life, and he's wanting to turn it into his glory. We just have to trust him. Because there is a release coming. There is a release coming. He's going to bend you. He's going to stretch you. And you're going to want to break. But there is a release coming. And it's going to turn into God's glory, church. Maybe he's allowing you to face something this morning. But he's only allowing it because he wants to show off. That's, That's what God does, man. God creates for his own glory. And sometimes he creates challenges within us. And we don't, we don't see him as glory. We see him as ugly. We see him as filthy. We say, God, I don't want this in my life. But God is saying, you just wait. You just wait for the release. Because it's going to turn into something beautiful. Now, I want to close this morning. I, I didn't plan on being very long. But I want to close kind of just to, to tie up all of this. Back into these missionaries that are here with us this morning. Who, you know, just like all of us, they're, they're facing they're facing challenges. We're all facing challenges. But apart from the ordinary challenges that we all face, I, I bet they're facing some unique ones as well. They're, they're, dealing with, they're dealing with orphan babies. And if we know anything about orphan children, at least here in the, in the States, I mean, many times it leads to a, a, very, a very hard life later down the line for the, for the child. They're dealing in a, in a, in a mission field. That relies 100% on the generosity of, of people. And some people mean well. We talked about that last week. Some people have good intentions. But good intentions doesn't always equate with goodness. And so there's a lot of people sometimes who have good intentions. And, and, and they're, they want to be generous. But they don't commit. And so that's what the mission field is. And, and so that's a challenge. They've been, they've been away from home for three months. That's a challenge. And this morning, I want to see if, if, if this church, and I know there's, you know there's a few of us this morning, but I want to see if we, could be, if we can come together and help show their ministry God's glory this morning. They might, they, they've, they've come, they, they've traveled all, all, all across the U.S. And I bet every journey is a challenge. They have a, they have a, one, a, a two-year-old. That's a challenge. I know. They're traveling and they're trying, they're trying to raise funds and they're trying to do God's work and, and it's a challenge. And I want to see this morning, church, if we can, if we can help support their, their ministry. And then after that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you come to the altars if you're in need of prayer. But I'm going to first, can we stand up this morning?
thanks for tuning in to Primera Iglesia's weekly podcast. Join Pastor John Ryan Cantu every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. For directions or more information, visit us at primeraiglesia.org. We'll see you next time and hope you have a blessed week.